chapter 22. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its streets, and on either side of the river, was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations, and there shall be no more curse. But the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. They need no lamp, nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Then he said to me, These words are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show his servants the things which must shortly take place. Behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Now I, John, saw and heard these things. And what I heard and saw, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel who showed me these things. Then he said to me, See that you do not do that, for I am your fellow servant, and of your brethren the prophets, and of those who keep the words of this book. Worship God. And he said to me, Do not seal the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He who is unjust, let him be. Glory to God forever and ever. Jesus the Christ is alive. Amen. He's the Lord God Almighty. Humans were born to fellowship with Him. And He's the most wonderful, most beautiful person in the universe. Amen. Lord, thank You for today and thank You for everything. Thank You for saving us. I bless those listening. I believe with them for their healing. And most of all, that You will reveal Your glory to them. Holy Spirit, we acknowledge that You are God. We welcome You into this message. Send out laborers, Lord, into the harvest fields around the world, in the Far East, in Japan, the Philippines, in Indonesia, Malaysia. That's like, I think that's 500 million people. Send out laborers, Lord, with the anointing in the wonderful name of Jesus. This week I want to continue last week's series. But this week I want to tentatively the theme will will be that Jesus Christ is the Lord God Almighty. Amen. And that's one of the themes of the Gospel of John. But let me stop. I want to continue to emphasize Every person on the earth was born to fellowship with Jesus Christ. Do you realize that God, just as He wants every person to be saved and make it to heaven, literally God Himself wants to fellowship with them. How do we know that? Jesus knocks on the door of every person's heart. He is... What does that mean? There is an eternal revelation in those words. He is seeking every person and seeking first to, to save them. And and we can say that you know God is available. He's even more than available. 
to think that he knocks on the door of every person's heart. And let's look at that verse. Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door. That's the door of a person's innermost being. That's their spirit person. I stand at the door and knock. He who opens the door, I will come into him and sup with him, dine with him, and he with me. And, and so there's several places in addition to that in Scripture that reveal that God wants to fellowship with every person. One of the primary ones, let's start number one, those who make it to heaven will fellowship with Him forever. And at the beginning of this message, that was the beginning of the last chapter of the Bible, Revelation chapter 22, which is describes heaven and the, the glorious the glory of the Lord. That's the Lord Himself, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so, really, in this message, I know I mentioned that I, you know, this week I want a, a theme to be that Jesus Christ is God. Amen. But I just want to focus on the glory of the Lord, the presence of Jesus, and that, and that. He wants a person to have that and and the divine destination is fellowship with him. That's so powerful. That's it's it's and it's something we don't hear a lot. Let's let's quickly look at some of the other ways in scripture. Okay, so number one, heaven, which is filled with the presence of Jesus, the presence of God. Number two Revelation 3.20, the verse that I, I just mentioned earlier. Number three, the Apostle Paul did say, may the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. Number four, Jesus in the Gospel of John in the Bread of Life passage, which is really a key passage. That's the longest and most detailed passage of the seven I Am revelations and he, uh, passages. And he speaks very, very in-depth in about eating the bread and, and drinking the wine. And the bread is His body. The wine is His blood. You know, this is a very powerful... What is He speaking about? He becomes our everything, basically. We know that in the natural... It's, it's food and, and beverages that keep us alive, right? And they, you've heard that phrase, you are what you eat. But we, it's very basic. It's, we take it for granted, but food keeps us alive and keeps us. But in the spirit realm, partaking of Jesus Christ and His body, His blood, he, He's our everything. Amen. So that's number four. Number five, I'm just mentioning some various things. His famous parable about treasure in a field. That's the presence of Jesus, the presence of God, which is when someone finds that, they go, they sell everything they have, they, they buy the field, and they have it. I mean, it's just they... Actually, it says, let's look at that verse, that parable. He said, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. Let me read it. This is Matthew 13, 44. 
Again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid. And for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. It's, it's very fascinating that hidden and hide is, is in there twice. So the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. God hides. Okay, and now someone may say, well, wait, I thought you said he was knocking on the door of our heart. Well, he definitely is. But he also hides. He's our everything. He's the first and the last. He's the beginning and the end. He's, again, even for unbelievers, he's their everything their entire life. They, they may not realize that or admit it. They may deny it, but He is every person's everything from conception till their final breath. And so He he knocks on the door of our heart. He convicts us of sin. He draws us. He, He can't make anyone choose Him. But He does all these things. He hides because He knows what's best for us. That's a whole different subject. But, and then, when, which a man found and hid. So when someone finds the, this treasure, they will hide it, protect it, do everything they can. They have found the answer. And, and I, I really just want this message to just focus on that and nothing else, no inf- not information, we, we need the presence of Jesus. That's what we need as humans. In fact, let's think about, uh, well, every person in the world absolutely needs Jesus, right? I mean, unbelievers need Him. They are, it's so serious that their eternity depends on it. That's how much they need Jesus. Now, we need Him as believers and, and the presence of Jesus. That's how we walk with Him. Amen. Someone can, can know all about Jesus Christ and memorize the Bible and know the Bible in every language and not know Jesus Christ. And, and Okay. Then, for joy over it, He goes and sells all that He has, buys that field, you know, a person gives just they again. They've found the answer, and and sadly, um, we as believers we do so many other things, but there's one thing that is the greatest and the most wonderful: seeking Him, and that the we get the presence of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, so glorious, so wonderful. And He reveals Jesus Christ. He is Jesus Christ. Amen. There is so much in this short parable. So, to think that he, he, Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is like treasure. If someone wants to really find treasure and infinitely more riches and the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ. Treasure that just 
go directly to Jesus Christ and get His presence and glory, and then they are now... I mean, it's beyond words. They're now in the age to come, actually. Jesus called eternal life, knowing the only true God and Jesus Christ whom He has sent. And then also, He said, in the age to come, eternal life. That's So they're now in eternity. And they can store up treasures in heaven. They can. Let's first start, though, with this treasure, with the joy and the happiness and the peace that, that Jesus Christ offers. And, and this is a way that I've been saying it. We often, as humans, don't know something that we actually need, right? We. You've heard people use the phrase, well, you learn something new every day, right? We as humans, m- many of us are, are wise and, and smart, um, but, but overall, and, and again, I, I'm not being negative, I just want to make a point. We as humans are often foolish, and Jesus described us as sheep and goats. Um, and we... Many people, in fact, most people, do not realize that they have to have Jesus Christ on the earth and know Him and have a relationship with Him or they will miss heaven. They're missing out on what they were created to do. Missing out on the glory of the Lord and the treasure treasure that is the infinite, eternal, unlimited, unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ. To think that most people don't, don't know this, don't believe it, and, and think of what they're missing out on. Even worse, they, may, they would end up in hell if they die in that state. I mean, this is, and we as believers, it's that similar truth, um, that similar principle. We often miss it, of course. We all fall short of the glory of God. There's always more. There's always. <clears throat> I gave the analogy, um, an example of this in the the history of the human race, you might say. Um, in, I gave this example a few weeks ago. Inventions have changed the world, haven't they? And often, we as, as human beings didn't even know that that invention was even possible. Now, sometimes we knew that we needed this. For example, let's say a cure to a disease or a, you know, the printing press changed the world, perhaps as much as any invention in human history. And then in modern times today, there's been inventions we didn't even know it would be possible to have a smartphone that could be with us all the time and be a phone and connect to the internet and do many, many other things. We didn't even know it was even possible. These are examples of how the greatest thing the presence of Jesus, 
most people don't even know that all about him and all about there's so much that it, that it's it's simple and easy that he's everywhere on the earth everywhere apart we go he's there <clears throat> that's why someone can get saved instantly no matter where they are amen that's why we as believers in him we live and move and have our being he's amen and so i want to just encourage you I present that truth, again, not to be negative, but let's, let, if we just f- seek Him, follow the f- two commandments, there's unlimited potential. Another example of this general truth, we often, we as humans, don't realize what's going on in the spirit realm. That... On our side, the glorious angels and their innumerable billions of angels are, you know, believe it or not, many people may deny this and think that it's ridiculous, but in a church service, angels will be in the church service and outside the building and and doing incredible things. Recommended reading Mary Baxter's books. She's got numerous books about the spirit realm at least one about that subject about um, heaven and I believe there's one about angels this is very powerful and so I want to keep this simple I want to finish up with I know I presented a lot but there's one one key one thing the most glorious thing the privilege of going directly to Jesus Christ, who's God Almighty, seeking Him, and and when we find His presence and glory, the very first thing is we're completely fulfilled. He, it's just, it's beyond. Do you realize? If someone really wants to be fulfilled and be happy and joyful, to be healed, to be whole, to be um, the total and complete answer is the presence of Jesus. The human beings, here's another example of this principle I've been presenting. We go do everything else, right? To, to meet our needs to to try to, to to for happiness and joy and all of that we all as humans need those things we go to all these other things you know some people it's sex drugs alcohol partying entertainment um some people it's knowledge for some people it's money and riches and um <clears throat> jesus even spoke about that the presence of of jesus the glory of the lord does, satisfies us so much that when we find Him, we'll, we will hide and protect that relationship we have with Him and we will more than likely do everything we can to cultivate it. We'll, like this man that found the treasure, sold everything he had, went and bought the field. 
So I want to I want to build hunger in in anyone who will listen, and in myself that that's it's so wonderful that we have that opportunity. We don't have to have talent or intelligence or a, a, a perfect past. We can have made all kinds of you know. Isn't it incredible? Our great and awesome God has done all these things so that we can experience Him and and has offered us Himself fully and His presence and glory on the 1 to 10 scale of happiness and joy is infinity. And I'm, that's not an exaggeration. If you've listened into this message this long, I do want to tell you very briefly, I had a dream once of the presence of God, the presence of Jesus was above me. And it was so wonderful, just I couldn't even put it into words ever, ever. And there was something keeping it from me. So basically, I don't want any focus on me. I don't like talking, you know, it's just, it, it bugs me when, well, that's, that's, that's irrelevant, but Jesus offers His presence and glory, which is worth more. That's the anointing, and it's, we could say, let me finish with this, it's a precious substance, a heavenly commodity. We could say that it's worth more than all the wealth of the earth multiplied times infinity, and yes, that's true. But really, it's that in the anointing is all value for eternity. And outside of the anointing, there's no value. And really, it's more than that. Because in the anointing, only in the anointing, that again, that's the presence of Jesus, is eternal life, life everlasting, and outside of Him is, is only death. So it's really even, it's all of that that I just said and much more. And when someone is, when they belong to Jesus Christ, they will for all eternity, as I mentioned, fellowship with Him and experience the unsearchable riches of God Almighty, of Jesus Christ, and so on the earth, we have the opportunity to partake of that and to do things like store up treasures in heaven. Jesus' famous thing that He said. Um, he emphasized it. Um, don't, do, don't get things on the earth where rust and moths destroy and people steal. store up treasures in heaven. And there's so much um, related to this in Scripture. Recommended reading in Revelation chapters three and four, I believe it's those. You know, there's as many as 18 um, truly, truly incredible promises to overcomers. That every one of which is just beyond comprehension in the natural. There's, I, I just heard. Um, I have Revelation on CD and I heard 
one of the um, verses said, they shall reign forever and ever. We become kings and lords and will reign. Anyone who makes it to heaven will reign forever and ever with Jesus Christ. He has made us joint heirs in Him. It's just really, the Holy Spirit reveals all these wonderful things. Thank you for listening. We're grateful for any followers of all the followers of this ministry. We need your partnership, prayers, and support. Please do go to our main website, wonderreality.org. Our websites, most of them are listed on the home page. We also added these wonderful descriptions of Jesus Christ by people who have seen him. Amen. And it's on our home page and these just so wonderful. Amen. Blessings.